to our listeners, we want to say Happy New Year. I am Diane. And I am Michelle. And we are your co-hosts for our Um, so let's get, get to this topic. Um, a lot of us have made new year's resolutions and we say it's a new year. It's a new me. Okay. So I said, okay, new year, new you, what exactly does that mean? So for most of us, it means making some type of resolution. I have never subscribed to making a specific resolution. I I think, you know, oftentimes throughout the year, I am constantly evaluating my behaviors or what I did wrong. It's usually um, like maybe at, at a failed relationship or you know, some some traumatic or some significant. It doesn't have to be traumatic, but something significant. I'm always thinking, well, what could I have done better? So mm-hmm. then at the end of the year, I'm not usually saying, oh, in the new year, I'm going to do this, do this, do this. But- and see, I'm just the opposite. I'm the one that would set resolutions. And what could I do? And one thing I've said every year for the past umpteen years is lose weight. <laughs> now I'm going to eat right. I'm not going to eat any junk. And you know, all of that's, that. us- that's usually every, most everybody's number one resolution. Well, needless to say, I have failed that already because I'm sitting here <laughs> eating a bag of chips. <laughs> so we see how far that gets. So I totally understand that. Yeah, I think I don't that's why I don't make a resolution because it's it's kind of like you're saying I'm going to do this. And then when you don't do it, you you're so hard on yourself. You know, you feel like a failure. And it's not that you're a failure. Maybe that goal was just a little set too high. <laughs> and that's it. Like what would be good for me instead of saying I'm cutting out all junk food because realistically that's very unrealistic for me because I just have such a love for it. Maybe saying, you know what, instead of eating a handful of Lay's potato chips every day, maybe I'll save that to Saturday yeah. where, I, where when I will eat a handful of Lay's, you know, or, or maybe because my thing <laughs> is if I start the bag of Lay's handful is, is the least of my worries, I'm going to eat the whole bag. So maybe exactly. if I say, I'm only going to eat a handful. Maybe I could conquer that goal. So, um, I, I Googled new year, new you, what does that mean? And I found this article um, it is success coaching. So the website was success.com slash coaching. And the uh, title of the article is the problem with the new year, new you mindset. And it's by Megan Nicole O'Neill. And she wrote this December 19th, 2022. So basically she is saying she do not subscribe to the new year, new you mindset. So right away, I was like, mm, what's this article about? What's she talking about, right? 
<laughs> so to sum it all up, basically she's saying, when you say new year, new you, you're forgetting all, everything that happened to you in the past, who you were in the past, you are a brand new person. Okay, so let's visit that. Do we really want to forget the obstacles we have overcome? Do we want to forget the people that maybe we lost and how it affected us? Do we really want to forget everything? So she is saying, First of all, I'm going to read some hi some highlights from this article. It says, Oxford defines new as this, not existing before, recently made, invented, introduced, etc. New year, new you literally means beginning the year as a completely new person. If I were to start the year completely unaffected by my past, who would I be? So she said, instead of thinking new year, new you, embrace your inner warrior. Embrace the trials and the tribulation and the, the failed relationships. Embrace the fact that you got through that and you are stronger because of them. And so for us people, you people who made resolutions and by January, what, third? <laughs> you have already... Please, I, I, I fall to, defaulted on mine January 2nd. So. <laughs> so for those people who say, okay, I failed, so I might as well just go all the way off the rails, right? She says, celebrate how far you've come. So, okay. I agree with that. Maybe I didn't make it to January 3rd, but <laughs> I, I made it January 1st and I can always start again. That's what and that's the thing, because, you know, I don't think that we should ever forget the experiences that we've gone through in our past, because the things we have gone through is what has made us who we are today. You know, yeah. I went to brunch with a friend of mine the other day and what she was saying was not a new you, but how she can, what an area she can improve in, you know? So it's not forgetting about your, your past. I feel like we should look for areas that we can improve in and make realistic goals. Like I said, I used the example of the chips. It was very unrealistic to me, for me, to say I will not eat any other chips for the rest of the year. That's yeah. unrealistic because I just love Lay's potato chips. They're addictive. So a more realistic goal. And as minute as this goal is, I mean, of course, people have bigger goals, financial, career, self-improvement, whatever. I'm just using this as an example. Why not say, you know what? Why don't I scale back to every other day? And then once I've conquered that, oh, okay, I've done this for X number of weeks. Then let me try, how about every two days? Yeah. And then progress it, you know, like that versus going stone cold. Oh, because I think, <laughs> yeah, I think for whatever goal you may set, 
It's very unrealistic to some. And now some people are disciplined. I know myself well enough to know I'm not that disciplined. But to make it more realistic and reachable, because the worst thing you want to do is set yourself up for failure. Because me, I set myself up for failure. And then when I fail, and I think you said this, then I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I done cheated already. So I might as well go back and continue eating my chips every day. You know? Yeah. And the thing is, we should never give up on ourselves. There's so many people in the world giving up on us. There, you know, ex 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 relationships they've given up on us. Uh, jobs that have fired us have given up on us. Uh, just people in general, we we do not respect each other like we used to. So we should not. We are our hardest critics. Everybody is already criticizing us. Maybe you're not skinny enough. Maybe you're not fat enough. Maybe you're dressed too short. Maybe you don't have the right career. We should be happy with us. I mean, there is always room for improvement, but never give up on yourself. Never say, oh, I'm not good enough because I couldn't lose 40 pounds. No, girl, embrace those 40 pounds. Okay, it was hard for me to lose those 40 pounds. Let me make these 40 pounds look good. Okay, let me exactly. buy pop, exactly. pop potato sacks. Let me <laughs> let me wear some clothes that fit these 40 pounds that I didn't gain. You know, so we need to stop being our hardest critic. Um, yesterday, my nephew, he gave me a compliment. And because it has been ingrained in me, if you accept a compliment, you're have getting a big head right away. I shut that compliment down, and I and he was like, "I'm done. Like you already, I gave you a compliment. You shut it down, so I'm done." And I said, "You're right. I have to stop doing that." So then I started practicing. Okay. His father gave me another compliment. I was like, thank you. (laughs) Isn't it awkward? Because part of that conversation I had with my friend during brunch is she picked up the bill. And this has nothing to do with a compliment. But she picked up the bill. And I said, "Um, what did I say to her? I said, no, I got it. She was like, Michelle, I got it. Instead of me just saying, oh, my goodness, thank you so much. And I checked myself and I said to her, I said, I'm learning in this season to be, to receive and to be thankful. And I said, thank you so much. But in saying that, I felt so awkward, like just to be able to receive, it's just not normal. And just like you, with you and the compliment, I do the same thing. If people say, oh, you look nice, I'll say thank you. But in my brain, or I'll come back like, really? This, I just do this together. One of my students, prime example today. Because it the, the weather was ridiculous, we were able to wear jeans. So I wore some jeans, a sweatshirt, and some cute boots, you know, like um, combat boots. And she was like, Miss Haynes, you look real nice today. And I was like, really? It's my snow outfit. I said, okay, thank you. But why couldn't I have just simply said, thank you? Like yeah. I came up with an excuse as to why not to accept the compliment. So like you said, I feel like it's ingrained. It's so awkward for me to do that. But I think because I'm my worst critic. 
Why and, would someone and now where did you pick that uh, where did you pick up that trait from where you can't accept the compliment? Probably from Honestly, I don't know. I don't think it was my parents. I don't no. think it was any of that. I really, honest to goodness, do not know. I know I've been this way. I don't know if it's because when I was a kid, I was very shy. I don't know if I just didn't understand how to receive it. I don't know. I think okay. maybe part of it is lacking confidence in who I am, which okay. is something that I continue to struggle with. Because if I was confident in who I was, then I would be able to receive compliments better. And I know I lack confidence. And I know some people looking from the outside in don't understand why. And that's been an ongoing thing with me. But I think a lot of it has to do with a lack of confidence. Yeah. And why do we associate confidence with being proud or prideful? I don't that's know. That's a good question. I don't know why. I always thought it was because my parents were pastors and like the church they went to before they became pastors. <clears throat> The pastor's children always thought they were better than everybody. So they ingrained in us not to act that way. And so I always thought it came from that. But I'm not sure. Like you say, it seems like society, we think being confident is being full of yourself. And if you possess some skills, why is it not okay to, you know, celebrate those skills? Say, okay, you know, I am good at this. You know, I don't have to think I'm better than somebody, but I am good at this. And this is what I possess. So one thing when my kids were babies, and I said it with all three of them, because I did not ever want them growing up not be believing in who they were or understanding how beautiful they were. And it's not only on the outside, but on the inside. So every night when, from the time they were babies, I would say, you are beautiful or you are so handsome. Just so that way, from the time they were young, they had that ingrained in who yeah. they were. Now I'm not saying it totally worked because I feel my children lack confidence in other areas. However, I knew when it came to, being a beautiful spirit inside and out. I wanted my kids to be, you know, confident in themselves that that they are, you know, they're beautiful people. Yeah. I would always say, I love you. You are beautiful. Don't let anyone tell you anything other. Yeah. You know? and, I, and, and now that you say that, I wonder if our lack of confidence comes from the pictures that society basically has put before us. This is who you should be. Because I've always loved my kids. I try to never, like, I hear people putting their kids down. I've never put my kids down. You know, I, I, I try to instill in them that, you know, you do have this talent and I'm so proud of you. But yet, like you say, they still lack confidence in some areas because maybe they don't have the job that they think they should have because they saw someone on social media their age with a better job or they're traveling all over and they've never traveled. But like I said before, I think social media 
people make you see a life that is not there. <laughs> Social media is the land of make believe. Yes. That's, that's, yes. I mean, it really is. It really and is. And it's so sad because people are comparing their lives by what they see on social media. And I think we just have to be proud of who we are and what we've accomplished. Like this lady says, celebrate how far you've come. Okay. And I, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I, I was going to say, okay, so what? You don't have the job you would like. But you have a job, you know? So what, you're not living in the house that you want to live in, but you have a place to lay your head. Uh, there is always someone worse off than you. And, and not even that. Why would we think <clears throat> God would bless us with something more if we don't appreciate the things that he has currently blessed us with? And that's, right. that's the one thing that I have truly been working on is appreciating what I do have. Yeah. Because if I want more, how can he entrust me to have more when I'm not thankful for what I currently have? So true. You know? So and true. And then the whole thing with the new you, every day is a fresh start. So yeah. instead of doing this whole thing with the new year's resolution, why not wake up every day with a new attitude, a new outlook, a new everything? Every day is a new day for us because so many people did not open their eyes to that. Yeah. So if nothing else, we should be thankful that we were able to do that. Yeah. Open our eyes to that. So, so instead of a new year, maybe we should make a new day <laughs> resolution. Exactly. Every day say, I am going to do this today. You know, right. one day at a time. We have to take one day at a time. We can't take the whole 365 years. Exactly. Exactly. There's a lot to ask of this one little human being. <laughs> it really is. And it puts unwarranted pressure on ourselves. And then that creates a whole nother thing when you're stressed out or you're you consider yourself, you said this earlier, a failure because. I didn't accomplish what it was that I set out to do on January 1st, yes. you know? And I think you and I had this discussion before where you said, the minute you get something in your brain, why can't you act upon it in that moment? Why do we have to wait? Because I'm guilty of it. I'll say, okay, I'll start on Monday. Today is Wednesday. <laughs> why can I start on Monday? Why can't I start tomorrow? You know, like why? Mm. And I guess because it's a new week or like, why? <laughs> you and, know, and God's time is not our time. That's the that's the mistake we make as humans. This is time is 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 man made. Okay, the sun rises, the sun sets, but the time is man made. God does not care about the new year. <laughs> He's going to bless you when he wants to bless you. It could be January 30th. It could be uh, December, December 15th. 15th. <laughs> God is not saying, oh, I'm going to wait to 2024 to bless them. No, that's in our mind. We say, okay, the new year is ending. Um, yeah, the, the year is ending. Here comes a new year. Certainly this must be my year. Well, what if this is not your year? Are you going to give up on God 
And so this this song, I love this song. It's just been going around in my head. Um, the the guy uh, Chandler, who is a part of Maverick City, um, right. is just something about his voice that that hits you, that gets you to worshiping. But the song is "You Are More Than Able," and in the song, it says, who am I to deny what the Lord can do? Like the nerve of me, you know? God is going to do what he, what he wants to do when he wants to do it. Now, whether he does it or not, doesn't mean he can't do it. And the way he does it may not be the way we think it should be. But it's his will and his way. So we just need to, like we've said before, trust the process. And so this year, I I started at the end of last year. I just started asking, Lord, help me to stay focused. Like I can get, run, get you know, a really good start out the gate. <laughs> but then when disappointment comes, you give up. And so I was like, just help me to stay focused. And one thing that has helped me this year in these just jan since January 1st, well, not even, like I said, it was, I started at the end of the year. But one thing that helped me was that the church I've been going to, they consecrate on January, January 3rd. I think they start to February 3rd. So basically, it was like I had a goal. I had something to look forward to or something that motivated me. So maybe we should find things that motivate us. And so I was like, okay, Lord, so after these 30 days are up, I still need to stay focused. So, you know, I'm trying to rethink how I do things. And I'm telling you, <laughs> It ain't easy because <laughs> when you like, oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Life is going to hit you. So you're a sucker punch. And now you're like, really? Now you feel like I'm doing all this for nothing. Right. But it was like, okay, Lord, now I got to dig a little deeper in my faith. You know, am I going to trust God for this? You know, he's not going to leave me out here. So I was like, usually I would go <laughs> and start emotionally eating. Because eating, I'm telling you, it just does something for you. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I totally know. And I was like, okay. I said I wasn't going to eat bread. I said I wasn't going to eat junk food. Girl, I was <laughs> like, okay. Are you just going to give up or are you just going, okay. Now, right away, I was like, what can I eat? But I was like, nope, nope, nope. Don't give up. Dig a little deeper. Dig a little deeper in, in your faith. Dig a little deeper in your love for God because I'm trying to get closer to God. It's not so much about I'm losing weight. If I lose weight, praise Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like I want to get more into the word I just I want to you know refocus my thinking and somebody called me you know it's always 
something from the past, want to show their head when you you doing good. And mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not trying to go there with you. I said, because I am trying to keep my peace. Mm -hmm. So peace is important to me. <laughs> and Lord knows I want to mate. But I was like, hmm, I don't know, Lord, because I like waking up when I want to wake up and uh -huh. wash my dishes, have them just so. Am I going to want somebody else junking up my sleep? I don't know about that. <laughs> exactly. So then my question to you, and you kind of touched upon it, for those who are trying to have I guess in this context, the new you or ways to improve you and you don't, you know, follow through with it. What should those people, in your opinion, do when they feel discouraged or they've given up or they're like, oh, I done messed up now. Why even bother? I think that is when you have to return back to your why why am I doing this? And so my thing was, okay, you're not doing this to lose weight, although it helps, but you're doing this to be healthier. And honestly, when you're healthier, you're happier, you're a better person, <laughs> you know? And I was like, and I'm, I'm studying my word because I want to be closer to God. So what is my why? Why am I doing this? So I think we need to, when you, you ready to say, forget it, go back to your why. If your why is I want to fit in that size six dress, <laughs> Hey, hang it up in front of your mirror and say, this is my why I'm going to keep on. You know, you got to find a why. You can't just be willy-nilly doing things. Or, you and know. It's to say that because that's part of what in education, we've always told the staff as well as ourselves, what is your why? Because your why affects what it is. Once you understand what your why is, it won't become such a a, a, a chore. Attack. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. So I think that's totally like, why did I want to give up the chips, <laughs> you know, for 2024? Well, my why is because I have a family history of a host of medical issues that well, that's it's the, important. That's the I best why of all. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's why I exactly. So me knowing this, it's like, okay, and and me too. I got okay. Well, I done messed up now. I might as well keep eating them every day. But that's something that I'm working on because I know right now I'm at an age where I'm on that path of repeating history that I can the slightest thing can change. You yes. know, and even as I'm sitting here speaking to you, I'm looking at these chips and about to fold them up like, Michelle, you're doing this so that you can prolong your life and you're not inflicted with all the health issues that are hereditary or running your family. You can do something about that now or at least minimize the effect yeah. Yeah. that it will have on me. And you we, know? Only, we only get one body. <laughs> we only get one body we got to treat it right so I had noticed 
and, and I, I'm not trying to be, you know, graphic or anything, but every time I sat on the toilet, my knees would ache, like just to get down there. And I was like, this should not be, you know, my sisters are way older than me and they look way better than me physically wise. <laughs> So I'm like, girl, if nothing but so your knees don't hurt anymore, you need to start eating better. <laughs> exactly. And that's just like how you said, I've gone to so many doctors for the past few weeks for so many aches and ailments and this and that and that and this. But I can't blame anybody because I'm not doing my part. God can do but so much. At the end of the day, I have to do my part as well. So yes. he can instill in my brain, Michelle, do you really think you should be eating that? But God's not forcing my hand into those bags of chips and putting it in my mouth. He gave us free will. <laughs> he did. He yes. did. Yes. You know, so the whole thing with the whole new year, new you, why do you have to wait to a new year? If you why know you there's something that you want to improve upon, do it now. And yeah. if you mess up, so what? At the end of the day, we are human. We will have setbacks. But the goal here is not to allow those setbacks to keep us stagnant and to use our determination and motivation to move forward. And yeah. that's the thing that we need to focus on. And it's not for anybody else. It should be for yourself. And whatever agreement you have between you and God, that's between you and God. I don't care if Mary Jane Sue, Richard yeah. Paul, and Jeffrey <laughs> wants to judge me. I know what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And I should not care what those people outside think of me. Because at the end of the day, who says that what society thinks is correct? Exactly. And we're living in a world where things are very judgmental yes. and you can only do what's best for you. And the only person who knows what that is, is you. Yes. Oh, I yes. feel like I'm preaching. Preach, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so the author of this article, she says, life is like a canvas and every day is a new brushstroke. It would be nearly impossible to make a masterpiece if you were continually starting over. The New Year, New You philosophy discredits the beauty of your journey. It's the journey. That is what makes us. You know, even though we would love to change maybe relationships we've been in, uh, People, careers, would you be you if none of that stuff happened? I don't right. think so. I do not think I would be where I am as far as believing that I could do things, um, being independent, being, uh, you know, being able to keep my finances in check. I don't think I would be who I am if I had not have had two, it's sad to say, unsuccessful marriages. You know, I found me, I think, because I did not have anybody else to rely on. I didn't know who I was the first time I got married. 
I didn't know what I liked the second time I got married. You know, I didn't know um, I could live on my own. I had never lived on my own before I got married. And I had to become a single parent. I didn't, wouldn't have known that I could actually do it had those things not happened. So we should, hey, your brush strokes, your mistakes, make your masterpiece, honey, because, you know, it is all part of your journey. And I like what you said, and, and I'll end with this. You know, I listened to Joyce Myers, and she was sexually abused by her dad when she was young. And she's, and if you listen to her, she'll say she doesn't regret what happened to her. Her father, yes, sexually abused her. Her mother wasn't there for her because had she not had that experience, not saying that she wished it upon herself, no one wishes that, but had she not had those experiences, she wouldn't be who she is today. And she is a symbol of hope for people who have gone through or children who are going through it. And she'll be the first one to say it. And then she said on her father's dying bed, she had to forgive him because yeah. it wasn't forgiving him for him. It was for her. Yeah. But those experiences made her who she is today. And I think once we all view our experiences that way, we're able to appreciate the journey that we are, that we are currently on. Yeah. It's your journey and nobody, nobody can travel the path that you have traveled nobody can goes on the exact same journey your journey is unique to you um so i want to read this last bit of this article it says so as the new year begins be bold be brave don't ditch what might look like a mess of a canvas for the ideal for the ideal of perfection in a blank slate because we make real and lasting progress slowly and with grit, not simply when the date on the calendar says so. So <clears throat> there you go. <laughs> it's your journey. Um, whatever resolutions you have made, hey, make a plan to say, I, if, I, if I fail 12 times this year, I'm going to get back up and find your why. Dig deep and find your why. And so we thank you, our listeners, for once again listening to us. We, we know we talk a lot about God, but that is who we know. <laughs> and we are leaning on him. So I do not apologize for all my references for how good God is and what he can do. And we do like to close out with a word of prayer. But instead of asking God for anything, I want us to just be grateful and thank him. So this is a prayer of thanksgiving. Lord, we thank you for our listeners. We thank you, Lord, for this new year that you allowed us to make it into the new year. A lot of people did not make it, Lord. A lot of people left us in 2023. 
But Lord, we thank you for this year. We thank you for our income. We thank you for the increase that we are going to see. We thank you for more focus, Lord, and a deeper relationship with you, Lord. And those, Lord, who may not have said thank you, we ask you, Lord, to allow them to be more grateful to you. And we praise you and we thank you for these blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 This is our journey. And so we say bye. Bye.